Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of The Relevant Podcast. I mixed it up this week. I didn't say hello, everyone. I said, hey, everyone. That was for Kara Davis. Thank you. She makes fun of me. I'm Cameron Strang. (laughs) And here with me is Kara Davis, (laughs) our editorial director, uh, Jesse Carey, our web editor. How you doing? He's back. I am back from Nash, Vegas. And Tyler Clark, our managing editor. Hello. (laughs) That was loud. (laughs) And in each uh, edition of the podcast, we like to look at what's happening in news and entertainment and music and tell you about it. In new music releasing this week, we, there's a couple albums of note. One is a duets album from no- Notorious B.I.G. Don't know really how they did that. I think maybe he's still alive with Tupac. <laughs> they're, I on think a, that's, they're on the Lost I think Island. That's that's what it is. They're on the Lost Island, yep. and that's how that's how it's being done. By Islanders. the way, that's Flynn Atkins, uh, man in the ones and twos. Forgot to introduce him. Sorry about that, Flynn. It's okay. <laughs> uh, there's a new one from NXS, Switch. Now, is this with the new singer, or is it Michael Hutchins? No, it's it's the new... I'm pretty sure it's the, the person new, who the won guy. the TV show. Yeah. He won. Yeah. Which guy was it? I I didn't I didn't watch. Tyler, did you see it? Um, I did. Tyler Tebow the whole the whole season. I only saw the finale. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. I didn't want him to win. Was he the white guy or the black guy? Uh, there were a bunch of white guys. Did you audition, Tyler? What, it that, was a white go? guy. Um, it didn't really go so hot. They weren't looking for a Michael Bublé type. <laughs> And that, that would be the first mention of Buble on the Relevant Podcast. And last. <laughs> and Are also there's a new album from The Darkness called One Way Ticket to Hell and Back. And, you know, we aren't playing previews anymore, but we got to play a preview of this one. So here's a sample of the new album from The Darkness. That was the new one from the darkness. The album is called "One Way to One Way Ticket to Hell and Back." It's it's spiritual. That's why we mention it here. It's on the very Roman redemptive, podcast. isn't it? Oh, redemptive. That's good because the only way back from hell is through Jesus Christ. That's right, and I'm sure that's what they're referring to. The darkness are now a Christian band. <laughs> there you, go. you heard it here first. <laughs> Buble. Also releasing in theaters this Friday is Aeon Flux, um, the sci-fi movie uh, starring Charlize Theron. I'm not going to say anything disparaging about sci-fi movies because we get a lot of angry emails. And First Descent, starring a bunch of people I haven't heard of. It's a snowboarding documentary. Awesome. Also, we got a, a DVD in the mail this week called... Why Should the Devil Have All the Good Music? Sounds like a Christian music DVD, ironically not made by Christians. Yeah, well, I don't think it... I ha- we just got it in the mail today, and I'm um, going to watch it tonight. So um, we're gonna talk about before we saw it. <laughs> yeah, well, I watched part of it, and it's got—it's just—it's about the um, the independent Christian music scene. A lot of it was filmed at Cornerstone, um, either this year or last year. I don't know. So lots of audio adrenaline. No, it's got—it's um, got interviews <laughs> with uh, like Pedro the Lion and MXPX, Steve Taylor, Larry Norman, Danielson family, Zayo. Um, There's and, an interview with others. Steve Taylor in the next issue of Relevant Magazine. There sure is. 
the movie issue, which comes out in January. It's at the printer right now. Just went to the printer a couple days ago. That would have been a relevant update. Normally, I would have said that at the end. We're just mixing it up. I'm skipping ahead. You didn't say hello. You said hey. It's the the holidays. Yeah, exactly. We're so laid back. The turkey is still just a little too much eggnog. (laughs) Eggnog. Cameron loves his eggnog. Buble. All right. Now with slices this week, here's Kara Davis. Blender Magazine's December issue has 50 dumbest rock star extravagances. And um, at the top of the list is Elvis, who once paid more than $3,000 for sandwiches. I like sandwiches, but not that much. <laughs> how, how many sandwiches are we talking here? 22. Whoa. $3,000 for 22 sandwiches. Yeah, they were called Fool's Gold Sandwiches, appropriately named. And it also included a ticket to Denver, like a plane ticket. I I don't really know the details <laughs> behind that, but who that's what it says. Sandwiches and plane tickets. But number thirty-six on the list is Tommy Lee, who paid four thousand dollars and ninety-nine to put a Starbucks franchise in his home for Pamela Anderson, which surprisingly doesn't seem like that much. Four thousand dollars is money. not much money. It was there. Is there if it's only four grand, I'm putting a Starbucks franchise here. That's he why I mentioned it. <laughs> in the, in, that lives in his house. Yeah, yeah. You know? Four thousand dollars isn't even paying the staff. Yeah, his name is Vince Neal. <laughs> Did you see Ladies the, the Vince Neil where they, the one hour episode where they made him over? Oh, I heard about it. It was great. He went from like puffy to not quite as puffy, but his his face, he got all this cosmetic surgery. It looks so artificial. It was wow. just like doesn't yeah. he have like really kind of crazy eyebrows now? Yeah. Like yeah. pencil thin, yeah. arching. Like he always looks surprised. <laughs> I'm like glad that I heard Seinfeld, about it on the radio. Cousin I don't Leo. See that. <laughs> Why are you angry? Yeah, I'm not angry. What are you what, writing what on are that? You writing? <laughs> <laughs> you look like a seal. That was a funny comment. Smooth like a seal. <laughs> and that's a beautiful transition because my slice is about Seinfeld. Wow. Mm. Wow. Oh, we plan these out. Just, yeah. Yes. If only we were that good. I know. (laughs) At HBO's inaugural comedy festival, Jerry Seinfeld was presented with the Comedy Award, which is HBO's new award for excellence in comedy. Um, Was that like at the MTV Awards where they were honoring Michael Jackson's uh, birthday and they brought him out a little music note thing and he started thanking them for the Legends Award? Yeah, that was (laughs) sad. And they were just commemorating that day was his birthday. Oh. Yeah. He's so sad. He's like, thank you. I just worked my whole life for this award. And all this stuff. Wow. That's and sad. That's what happened to Seinfeld. Nope, this one was real. But, uh, <laughs> It'd be funnier if it was a joke. Ironically, right. it was his well, birthday. Yeah. Although he did get up and he um, he said, uh, your whole career as a comedian is about making fun of pretentious, high-minded, self-congratulatory events like this. I don't really want to be here. And he, I mean, I think it was all, you know, tongue-in-cheek, but... Here's a here's a good one. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot. There is a town in Idaho called Santa, but they're changing their name to SecretSanta.com uh, in, in a marketing move. Um, it was for undisclosed amount of money, but here's some other funny ones. Who paid them? Uh, SecretSanta.com. Oh, okay. And so it's only a town of like 175 people or something like that. But there was a town. It's like Kara's um, family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> held in Secret Santa, Idaho.com. But there was a town. Idaho. You the hoe. 
<laughs> wow. There was a town in Oregon that was is called Halfway Oregon, and they changed the name to Half.com for, you know, the eBay deal. And then a town in Texas that changed its name to Dish for, like, the Dish Network. And they all, everyone in the town got free satellite dishes. Mm. Yeah. Isn't that something? Thus explaining why they picked such small towns. Yeah, it's true. because they probably don't have cable out there. Yeah, something tells me they're not going to let New York City change to, uh, to anything yeah. like that. They don't have that many free dishes to give away. That's true. Yeah. From this day forth, I shall be known as RelevantMagazine.com. <laughs> and you shall, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some way to fit the uh, message boards into this joke. But it's <laughs> it's kind of heading south quickly. We're glad to have Jesse back. Yeah, hey. it's, it's so good to be back. I know... A lot of you guys last week were just like, "What's the deal?" You know, but Jesse uh, told news. us told us that while he was up at, in Nashville, he got recognized as the Badger. Yeah, actually, I was at the booth, you know, uh, just selling away, and people were like, "Hey, we love the podcast." And I was like, "They're like, oh, are you on it?" I was like, "Yeah, I was. Uh, I was trying to think how would they recognize me." It's like, "Oh, I was the Badger a couple weeks ago," <laughs> and their response, they looked at me and went, "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> And there was there was a small thread on the message board too of people talking about it. It was only like two posts long, but it's still a thread. And both of them were accounts that Jesse created. Yeah, to, they're to my start a buzz, <laughs> a grassroots buzz. Jake Harrio too. <laughs> Relafan forty seven. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> you know, one more thing in the in the news that I saw this week that I wanted to bring up was. Uh, I was actually with my family this weekend, and we were watching Fox News, because that's what they do on Friday nights, and Bill O'Reilly was on, and he you know, was talking about, coming up next is, here. I'm going to reveal the stores that are removing Christmas from the holiday, you know, or removing Christmas. They're, they're not saying the word Christmas, they're saying happy holidays. And, you know, my parents and I got into a discussion about the fact that, to them, that's a big deal. To them, they were like, okay, these are the stores I'm going to boycott, you know. And, you know, the list came up, and it was like Target and Walmart and, I mean, all the biggies. They're saying Happy Holidays this year instead of Merry Christmas. And to them, that was like incredibly offensive. They're trying to take Jesus out of it. They're trying to take religion out of it. And, you know, I have this, I don't know, I have this viewpoint where they're secular corporations who are in the business of, selling merchandise to all consumers mm-hmm. and i'm a christian but my jewish friend over there still needs to shop at walmart and if let's say for example judaism was a predominant religion i don't necessarily want to walk into a store and see happy hanukkah happy hanukkah happy hanukkah as a christian i, I would just i wouldn't connect with that if they said happy holidays i would feel included and even though jews are the minority it's like why do i have to force my holiday on everybody you know and, and the fact that there's Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, right. New Year's, Kwanzaa. If you say happy holidays, that good. Thank you. I mean, that's fine. I'm included mm-hmm. in that list. You're mm-hmm. not saying happy holidays except for Christmas, everybody. You know, you're not saying screw you, Christians. You know, and, and so, you know, but there are apparently are a lot of Christians out there who are getting really up in arms about the fact that these, these mainstream stores are removing the word Christmas from the holidays. Or from their holiday promotions, um, I guess that's where we view things a little differently. I don't know. I mean, wow. Well, you think about—I mean, when people got upset about, you know, the word uh, Xmas, you know, taking Christ out of Christmas when X was really what Greek or Hebrew 
before Christ or the cross or the something cross, like that. Yeah. First name. Yeah. First name. There's just a lot of ignorance around stuff like that. Like Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. Mm-hmm. Christmas tree is not a holy symbol as far as I know. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that Walmart's not going to have a Santa. Well, I don't know if that's true or not. But I mean, if they aren't going to have a Santa because they don't want to offend Jews, that's fine. As a Christian, if you don't have a Santa, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. You know? And, and we, we're... Like we put meaning to to the Christmas holiday. Like it, it is about consumerism. You know what I mean? It's, that's what it's become, unfortunately. But we shouldn't get all like you don't hear anyone getting up. Any Christians get upset because of things like that. They only get upset when you know it's just it just seems petty yeah. that that yeah. you you know what I mean? Like it's all about buying things and and you know. It, it just can't be a good thing when anytime you hear about Christians in the news, they're boycotting or promoting some sort of negative activity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus said that they should know us by our love. Mm-hmm. And and when you have, and the whole O'Reilly discussion, he had a guy on there, and the whole discussion was about how they, they, whoever they are, are trying to take religion out of the mainstream marketplace, out of the mainstream sector, because that's where it starts. If they can remove the religious thing out of it, and this was O'Reilly's point, he said, you know, because what if a little girl says, Mommy, why is it called Christmas? And what's this baby Jesus thing about? And he goes, if they can remove that, that little girl doesn't know about Jesus. And then that girl will grow up with a secular mindset not realizing there's a God. That's what. That's how far O'Reilly was taking it, because the sign said Happy Holidays instead wow. of Merry Christmas. And, and, and honestly, I think our parents' generation sees it that way. And I just... I don't know. I don't. I like I don't. I'm not exactly sure that it's Walmart's responsibility to tell kids about Jesus. I was pretty sure that was our job. Yeah, yeah as Christians, that's what yeah. we should be doing. We should be out in the mainstream sector. We should be out in the world, sharing love and and sharing Christ and having nativity sets mm-hmm. and representing our faith. That's great. I mean, I want the Jews to represent their faith. I want the whatever faith to represent Kwanzaa. I, you know, I. It's not a faith. It's a cultural thing. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I want represent the things that mean something to you. That's yeah, great. And, and it's I mean, it's one of those things where like like Christians. I, I don't want to like generalize everything, but it, it, you see sometimes that people like willing to tell their opinion, but not really willing to listen all the time. But mm-hmm. if you doing things like being able to open up a dialogue to not ex- exclude people, I think helps you know express our faith and helps communicate what we believe. Where if we make everything Christian, it, it does become kind of an us versus them, where it doesn't have to be, you know? Yeah. yeah, and I think if we want religious freedom and if we want the freedom to really ex- to express our own beliefs, we have to respect that for other people as well. Um, we can't we can't suppress other people's views and then expect ours to have complete freedom. There, there literally are. I mean, I've heard discussions among Christian leaders about, you know, the, the war on Christianity, you know, and the rising Muslim sector and, the, you know, that they are going and they are trying to remove Christianity from America. Christianity will never be removed from America. We're a Christian society founded on Christian principles and primarily the dominant religion is Christianity. But I, I'm with you. The whole religious freedom thing says to me that 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 Muslim has just as much right to practice his religion here and not have it forced on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the right to not have his religion forced on me, just like he shouldn't have my religion forced on him. I, as a Christian, that doesn't affect me as a Christian. My personal walk and what I do as a Christian is not affected by what Walmart says or what the government says or whatever. I, it's personal responsibility. The problem all comes down to, to me, is the issue of we're deflecting personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I need Walmart to say Christmas to make it a Christian holiday. 
I shouldn't need that. You know, I as a Christian should be able to do it for myself. I should be able to represent it. And we're a big Jesus is the meaning of or reason for reason for the season. That's it. <laughs> yes. Jesus is the reason for the season. I've seen that sign in people's yards. You yeah. know, it's like that's our job to say it, not Walmart's. Yeah. yeah. What's so funny to me is had this not been in the news, no one would have even noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's yeah. That's what Christians want. They want causes. They want issues to well, there, be combative. There's plenty over. out there. You would think that. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> so much to put our energy towards, you know. And that was actually my point to my parents. I didn't really get into it because I don't want to be combative with them. And I just said, you know, I just think as Christians, there's more important issues that will actually affect eternity. I don't think that this in any way, shape, or form will affect eternity. We should be putting our energy and focus somewhere else. And this isn't to downplay spiritual warfare or to say that there aren't, um, you know, thing, things at work. But I think sometimes we, we're just paranoid. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, spiritual warfare is real, but we gotta we gotta loosen up a little and, bit. And it reminds me of that quote you were telling about, uh, Tyler. I'm gonna substitute the word here, but I think it was Tony Campolo that said, you know, it was 40,000 kids will die in Africa of starvation. And America isn't doing crap about it. But he didn't say crap. He said another word for it. And he said that you're more offended that I just said that word than that I gave you that statistic. <laughs> and I think that really, like, it's like, wow. You know what I mean? It, and I read something from Rob Bell recently that said um, that it's not the responsibility of the darkness to be less dark. It's the responsibility of the light to be more light. Um, or something along those lines. It was a lot better, but we mm-hmm. we can't expect other people to change. It, it's it's our job as Christians to 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 do that. We can't expect Walmart or Target or whatever to to be Jesus Christ to people. We have to be that to people. So happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> In relevant news this week, uh, the new edition of the magazine January went to the printer yesterday, half of it, and today half of it. And that's exciting. It's Tyler's first issue, kind of running the show there. Yikes. Yeah. So um, so when you get it in the mail, be very, very critical. And email Tyler. Um, I cry easily. So let's not. Also, the premiere issue of Radiant is now being designed. It's actually in motion. It's real. There's an imposition. We're selling ads. The whole nine. It's happening. Carrie, you should be very excited. My new name is RadiantMag.com. <laughs> uh, and now for the editorial uh, question of the week, here's RadiantMag.com. <laughs> the question of the week is, what movie are you most looking forward to this holiday season? And the choices are? King Kong. Walk the Line. Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. The Family Stone. I'm oh, sorry, my wife is going to make me see that. Harry Potter and the... Goblet of Fire. Yep. I was at the movies this weekend, and I've never seen it so packed. And, I mean, literally, down... You know how they make you line up outside the mm-hmm. theater for the whatever? You usually see one or two of those. There was at least six lines that were filling hallways. I mean, just... And that was just on our little side of the theater. I couldn't believe it was all for Harry Potter. It was the fourth biggest non-holiday opening of all time. <sighs> They, uh, with the first being uh, Christmas with the crunk, Cranks, <laughs> Cranks, whatever that was. That's the Compton version. <laughs> yeah. Christmas with the Cranks is actually coming out this year. Uh, Lil John. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's part of it's part of the next Friday uh, series. It's the holiday one. Christmas, Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> Christmas gets yeah. crunk. Yeah. <laughs> Lil John, did you get what you wanted for Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> 
That, 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 what you just heard is something that will not happen in the new Radiant Podcast. <laughs> uh, I guess that'll do it uh, for this week's edition of the Relevant Podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse. I'm Kara. I'm Tyler. And you're relevantmagazine.com. And I'm relevantmagazine.com. Check me out. Thorough message boards. <laughs> <laughs> and Flynn's over, over there. Bye. See you next week. Relevant Podcast Anytime, anywhere